welcome to Thriving as a Physician, the podcast that teaches you to thrive in your weight loss and life while juggling a packed physician schedule, because you deserve to thrive. Each week, I share sustainable, enjoyable tools that work in your busy life so that you can reach all of your goals faster with more confidence. Everything in this podcast is backed by my experience as an obesity medicine physician, years of coaching physicians on weight loss and eating, and my own personal weight loss journey. Let's get thriving. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Hello and welcome to episode 225 of Thriving as a Physician podcast, How to Lose Weight and Love Your Life. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thanks for joining me today. All right, I'm coming to you live with COVID. I was away this weekend, having a wonderful weekend, woke up this morning, sore throat, not feeling too bad. And then I'm like, you know what, I should just check before I head to the office. And what do you know, it's a bright line. So, so far, I'm not feeling too bad. Definitely not feeling my best. But it's just, I know it's life now, right? Like we're going to occasionally get COVID, but it's just one of those things. Anyways, today's topic is kind of a fun one and one that might feel a little weird to you when you think about weight loss. Today's topic is fuck it up until you get it right. And I want to share how I came up with this topic because for some of you, my mom included, are going to listen. They're like, what? Can she say that on a podcast? That's my mom's voice. Love you, mom. But it really is the path to any goal. And the reason why I came up with this as a topic to talk to you guys about on the podcast is this weekend, I was at a retreat with a bunch of other physician coaches, and we were just having a lot of opportunity to talk about the things we're doing and the things we're creating. And really, there's a lot of similarities to having a business and putting yourself out there in the way that we as the physician coaches do, like in this podcast and with our coaching programs and things like that, and figuring that all that stuff out, because obviously that was never taught to us in medical school, and your weight loss. A lot of the same stuff applies. And while we were there and we we're talking about, I was talking about my journey as an entrepreneur, building this podcast, building my coaching programs. And basically what I've had to learn is being okay with not having a right answer and being okay, not only with not having the right answer, but knowing that the right answer just doesn't exist. That the only way to get where I want to go is by doing stuff, fucking it up until I get it right. And it's true for your weight loss too. We so desperately want there to be one right answer, right? And we were told that somewhere out there it exists. Some people tell us they have it. And it just doesn't. If you want to know how to reach your goals and how I lost my weight and keep it off is a willingness to try stuff and mess it the fuck up. And I'm using a lot of swearing in this episode to prove a point, to give you that feeling of it doesn't 
have to be this thing we hold in this reverence that we're so afraid of messing up. And if we mess it up, we make it mean so much about us. It's the same thing for everything I've had to figure out as an entrepreneur and building my the podcast and the coaching stuff that I do is I have to stop making what happens over there mean something about me. I have to be okay that as a human being, not everything I try works out. And this is really, really powerful if you start to apply it to your weight loss. Because think of what happens is when we're working on losing weight, we want the right way. We look for the right way. We sometimes wait for the right way. We hang out there waiting. And then the right way comes, or what we perceive as the right way. And we're like, that's that person holds the answer for me. That program is what's going to fix me. And we go for it. And we put all our hopes in that basket. And then something happens and it doesn't work out the way we want. And then what happens? Then we assume that we failed and that we may never reach the goal that we really want for ourselves because we fucked up. And what I want to share with you and what I want you to think about today is what if it is the fucking up that gets you to your goal? Let that sink in a little bit. Because we as physicians, we are highly primed for avoiding failure. We were told if we failed, we didn't get to do what we wanted, right? If we failed anywhere along that line of applying for, of doing your prerequisites, of getting into med school, of doing med school and getting into the residency, if you failed anywhere along there, you didn't get to reach your dreams. That's what we have been taught as physicians. And we live our lives in fear, for a lot of us, of screwing up, right? A lot of what you do and what you think about and what stresses physicians out in clinical practice is, how do I not mess up? How do I make sure I don't miss stuff? How do I make sure I don't make a mistake in treating these patients? A whole lot of our life is about not fucking up. But it just doesn't work when we turn around and try to apply it to our personal goals and our personal dreams. And when we, too, when we try to apply it from that place, it's a very tight feeling, right? Like it's very like, oh, restraint. Okay, I'm going to try and lose weight and I have to be perfect. I have to be extra careful and I can't make any mistakes and I have to know the right way right now. You can feel how stressful that feels, how like restrained and it's like you go through your life and I hear this from a lot of physicians and I was there too, where you're like restrained, restrained, restrained in all areas of your life. That sometimes it's like a release valve blows off. I used to think of it as like a pressure cooker pot. Sometimes that top on the pressure cooker starts going like, and you need something to release it. And then food becomes that release. What would it be like to just let it go? Let your weight loss be a little more loosey-goosey, a little more fun. Oh my gosh, imagine that. Imagine if you had fun with your weight loss. I know. It's just unbelievable, Siobhan. Why are you even talking about fun with weight loss? But it's possible. And it's partly why I'm swearing a lot in this episode to give you that feeling of loosening it up, of letting go. Give yourself permission to screw it up and come back and try again without making it mean anything about you. 
without making it mean anything about your chances for success. Fuck it up until you figure it out. I want you to check in with yourself. What's coming up for you? When I say that, what comes up? Do you feel a little bit of a sense of excitement? Where you're like, that could be fun if I was actually, am I allowed to do that? Is it possible for me to actually give myself permission to fuck something up and trust that I can still reach my goals? Because you can. Or is it giving you this resistance of like, if I let loose and I tell myself I can mess up in this, the whole world's going to come crumbling down and I'm going to go totally off the rails. Check in with yourself. Notice what's coming up. Notice what your brain wants to make this mean. You don't have to listen to it, but it's interesting. It's going to give you information about how you've been viewing your weight loss journey. And let's get real. If you're going to do this for the rest of your life, which is if you want to manage your weight for the rest of your life, you do have to do this for the rest of your life. How do you want it to be? Do you want to feel like you have to get it right at all times? And if you make one mistake, it's going to throw everything off? Doesn't feel very sustainable, right? Or do you want to have that like loosey-goosey, let's dance kind of feeling a little bit of a running man going on of like, I got this. I can do this. No matter what, I'll figure it out. Very different feeling. And you can see which one's going to be more sustainable. You can see which one, after a long week of seeing patients where you're feeling exhausted and slightly burnt out, which kind of mindset of weight loss is going to be able to continue on? Giving yourself permission to fall flat on your face doesn't mean you're going to fall flat on your face more. Because you were always going to fall flat on your face. It was inevitable. Messing up is part of the human experience. Especially when we're going for big goals. Giving yourself permission to fuck it up until you figure it out. Is giving yourself permission to not make it a big deal when you do inevitably fall flat on your face sometimes. And I can tell you with sitting here with the retrospect of having lost my weight and been maintaining it for quite a few years now. It still happens. There's still stuff to figure out. There is no point where you lose your weight and then you're like, oh good, I never ever have to think about my weight again. Not at all. If you've gained weight in the past, you probably have a body that gains weight easily. That's okay. If you have used food for stress management, emotional management, entertainment in the past, you have a brain that is prone to doing that. And as you go through life, there's going to be times where new challenges come up, new things happen. You may find your brain going back to those old habits. You may find your body holding on to weight easily when you go back to those old habits. That's what mine does. But at no point does that mean you're failing. When you shift this, and it's such a huge foundational shift, when you shift this and you believe that part of your weight journey is the messing up that nothing's gone wrong, that it is part of the journey and it just gives you a new thing to figure out. It gives you a new skill to build. It gives you a new place to grow every time you mess up. When you can make that foundational shift, your whole weight loss changes because you don't have to be afraid of regaining a little bit of weight. It's part of, you just, it's part of the fucking up till you figure it out. You're like, okay, notice just gain some weight. What do I want to do about that? What do I need to figure out here? You don't have to fear overeating. 
It gives you permission to notice the times you overeat and then plan what you want to do about it to decide how you want to figure it out. If you have binge eating, you don't have to be scared that you're going to have another binge because guess what? You are going to have other binges. It's part of having binge eating. They may become less frequent. They may become a lot smaller. They may become feel very different, but they'll probably keep happening in some degree. You don't have to be afraid of it though, because when one happens, it's an opportunity to figure it out. I want to be really clear if you're going to use this term and and use this episode that the term fucking it up is not a negative term. It's a freedom term. It's giving you permission to let a little loose, to relax into your journey, to meet yourself where you are and go from there. It's a term to take back a little bit of power. Now, this is something that was interesting that came up in our weekend conversations is just how much we're taught to do the right thing, be good, show up in the way we're expected to. As women in society, as physicians, a lot of different layers. And we apply that to our weight. If I was good, I'm going to only eat the good foods, right? I'm going to, you know, be polite. I'm going to have success every time if I'm good and achieving. I wanted to record this podcast but because it's a little bit of taking back that power and be like, I get to choose this journey. I get to design this journey and make it exactly what I want. Not what somebody in the 1980s wearing spandex thong workout gear told me my weight loss journey should be. This is about owning it and being like, this is mine. I get to fuck it up. And then I get to figure it out and get it right eventually. And the way you move towards your goals is you work towards getting it right more times than you mess up. But the goal is never to get rid of the messing up. That's a huge mistake we make in our weight loss. And part of why I'm recording this episode and why I'm swearing so much for you guys is part of what I realized in these conversations is in my real life, I swear a lot. (laughs) I have very inappropriate humor. And in this podcast, I tend to not swear because I want to get it right, right? I started this podcast with this fear of like, what if people don't like what I'm doing? What if I get in trouble for saying this stuff? What if I get in trouble for talking about low carb publicly as a physician? I have a lot of different layers of things I thought about when I started this podcast. And so recording an episode like this is part of my taking ownership back of I don't have to do it right. I know this podcast is valuable to you guys who are listening. I know that the tools I share and the approaches I share are entirely different from what you get anywhere else and that they can totally change your life. And part of this podcast journey has been me fucking it up until I get it right. And who knows, maybe me recording a podcast episode called Fuck It Up Till You Get It Right will be a fuck up. I don't know but I'm trying it out (laughs) and we'll see what happens. So come back to imagining how much easier your journey is if you gave yourself this permission, whether you want to use a swear word or not, change it however it works for you. I'm fine with it. But come back to just that feeling of there is no right. There is no right way to do it. There is no right answer. You get to design it however you want. You get to create the journey you want. You get to talk nicely to yourself when you fuck it up in royal ways. When you've messed up so badly that you can't even see where your goal is, you get to talk nicely to yourself in that moment. You get to not make it mean anything about yourself. 
You get to just figure that this is part of the journey and it's showing me something that I get to figure out. Picture how much lighter the journey is going to feel. Picture how much less you would fear your own goals if you don't have to be afraid of how you talk to yourself when you fuck up. Imagine that. Feel it in your body. Like I said, like how much looser, how much more fun would it be to approach your eating, approach your weight loss if you gave yourself not only I don't, it's okay if I fuck up, but you give yourself permission to go out there, try a whole bunch of stuff, mess up a good portion of it and see what actually works for you. It almost sounds fun, right? And imagine if that was your weight loss journey of like, it's just fun. I go try a bunch of fun stuff and I see what works. So much fun. So much easier. So much simpler to stay in it for the long haul. And that's really the big piece between people who don't lose their weight and people who do is staying in it the long haul, building tolerance to making the mistakes and problem solving every single one of them as you go along. And the more you talk to yourself and you reframe what making mistakes means, the easier it gets to stay in it for the long haul. All right, I've got some step-by-step tips for you about how to fuck up correctly. (laughs) I purposely wrote it that way because you're like, okay, how do I do this right? This is why I'm picturing a bunch of doctors and all of us type A's. We're like, okay, I see it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to fuck up till I get it right. But tell me how to fuck up correctly. (laughs) So there is no right way. Do it however you want, right? But here's some tips. Number one is we have to always remind ourselves there are no gold stars in this game. There are no A pluses anymore. And the worst thing that's going to happen, no matter what you do, the worst thing that's going to happen is you might make yourself feel bad. That's it. Messing up with your eating, it's not going to change your retirement plans. It's not going to change your work. The worst thing one mess up is going to do is make you make you feel bad if you let it, because that feeling comes from how you talk to yourself about it. So start from a place of knowing, I don't have to fear this. This isn't scary. Messing up in this arena is okay. It can be liberating. Number two, make your best guess at what's going to be your next best step. Now, here's the thing. Nobody knows your next best step. Nobody knows the exact order, the steps that are going to get you from here to your goal. Nobody at all. You don't know, and that's okay. If you're sitting there going, I don't even know what to do. Totally fine. Nobody knows. The only way you know what series of steps is going to get you to your goal is you fuck it up until you get it right. So choose your next best step. Number three, you try it out. You've chosen that step, you try it. And you try it even if you don't know if it's going to work because that's part of this process. You don't have to know things are going to work to try them. You try it anyways. And in the trying, you find what works. You stop waiting around to have somebody tell you what's going to work and then beat yourself up when it doesn't. You try a lot of stuff and you find out what works for you. Number four, when it inevitably doesn't work quite the way you thought it would, you don't freak out. You don't throw it all out the window. You get curious. You ask yourself, why didn't that quite work the way I thought? Interesting. I thought that was going to work differently. I wonder what happened. I wonder what was different. And then you tweak. 
what else could I do? How could I shift that a little bit to see if it would work better? Step five, you repeat. You go back up, make your best guess on what's going to be your next best step. Maybe it's a version of what you've already tried that's just changed slightly. Maybe it's something different that you wanted to try. There's no right answer. Nobody knows which one's going to be better. You get to try. It's you. It's liberating. It's fun. You get out to go out there and play with the things that you're trying. Number three, you try it. Number four, inevitably, some of it's not going to go the way you want and you're not going to freak out. You're going to get curious. You're not going to check it all out and go back to your old habits. You're just going to be like, okay, that didn't quite go the way I planned. What can I learn from it? So to summarize those tools, number one is remind yourself there's no gold stars. The worst that you can feel is a feeling that you create with your thoughts by how you talk to yourself about messing up. Number two is make your best guess, and it's always only a guess, on your next best step. Number three is try it out. Give it a go. Number four is when it doesn't quite work the way that you want it to, you don't freak out, you don't throw it out the window, you get curious, you tweak it. And number five, you repeat. And it's that repetition that actually gets you to your goal. This is something I teach inside Thrive Academy for Physicians. I actually have a big flow chart that I've made for them to do it step by step, but it's really very similar is you try stuff out, you learn when it doesn't work. And you build skills that support you to build that consistency long-term. And you just keep doing that over and over and over and over again until you get to your goal. All right. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. If you try this out, if it feels really like nice and like indulgent and you're like, oh, this could be a way that I could really change how my weight loss feels, send me an email. I'd love to hear info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. And if you haven't downloaded my free guide, it's the three surprising habits that are making it harder for you to reach your weight, your goals as a female physician. Make sure you download that. It's weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash three habits. So number three habits, all one word, and you'll download it. It's a PDF guide as well as then you get some very short little videos from me each day covering the content. And these are habits that we all have as physicians and they're very They drive a lot of eating. They make our weight loss journeys harder. And yet we often don't even look at them because we're too focused up here of like, I just need to stop eating this food. So download that guide, learn the habits, learn how to apply them in your life. And then also if you're a physician and you haven't yet joined me over in the Thriving as a Physician Facebook group, come join us over there. I've got some exciting stuff planned coming up in there. And you don't want to miss it. So some new other content, some other interviews and things like that that are going to be only in the Facebook group, not on the podcast. So you want to make sure you go over there. That's Thriving as a Physician Facebook group. So it's go to Facebook, search Thriving as a Physician, and you'll find us. You have to answer the questions. I have to confirm that you are a physician in order to let you into the group. All right. Have a fantastic day, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.